This poem's called Warding Off the Worst. Optimistic America believed anything was possible until Michael bulldozed Mexico and ignited talk of Mission Impossible sending us to space. Among the ruins, one house stood, built by a rich father and son to withstand the big one, a reminder of who we protect and who we let in, let stay, like the poor who hunker down and ride without cars. Have you seen the unsung heroes surge to clear rubble after a storm? I have. In New York, I watched EMTs and firefighters take the scene, pour sweat and throw backs, haul elderly downstairs with hips broken, alone, calling on God in Spanish. I've smelt fear on nurses who breathed day-old babies' lungs into action and pricked people with dirty needles when the electricity went out. I've met a woman just last year who hadn't been home since Katrina, heard the choke in a black man's throat when he spoke of his parents stuck on rooftops, water rising, cell phones dead. They lived, but his young son's in therapy, cause he panics any time a bit of thunder rumbles. Figures, those fragile kids, this fragile earth. I wonder, what must we do? What will we? Wait it out? Search for survivors among wreckage? Hustle like the lucky few with floaties and homes far from shore who offer thanks be to God for not sticking them? I wonder, will we one day huddle beneath the feet of our flooded mother of exile like that doomsday picture? And if so, will she lead us with her torch or wash us to sea and over tall fences between lands, this conquering green woman of freedom? I wonder, who will she take first? The tired, the poor, the babies yearning to breathe among wretched refuse, the shredded hearts of lonely who opt out, the homeless, tempest-tossed and tested? I wonder, will the sunset burn bright that day, red and orange? Will I see it? Will you be there? If we grab for her beacon hand, will she cup us in an outstretched palm? Or dangle us above menacing waves, never one to coddle or tolerate mischief? Thank you for listening to that. That was a very powerful poem for me, and I wrote it after reading about the new report that came out just a couple weeks ago where thousands, if not tens of thousands of scientists basically said that we are heading in a very bad place because of global warming, because of uh, some of the behaviors we have in our very consumeristic societies, eating lots of meat, wasting lots of things, traveling with gas, um, and basically, you know, warning us that we are destroying our environment and we're going to see a lot more big storms and some of these things that, you know, we are already seeing. And for me, the place that really inspired this poem was uh, the, the kind of feeling, empty feeling I had after reading about Hurricane Michael because it was such a big storm, it came out of nowhere, and the reporting kind of trickled in afterward where we saw what a big storm like this can do. And I read an article about how only one home in Mexico Beach remained standing, and it was the home of a really, really rich family who'd basically fortified this house. But And, and they posted this as kind of an optimistic story, but to me it was a sad one because who has the money and funds to do that. No one but one, you know, and if we're only saving one, are we really saving anyone? And so for me, when I've thought about global warming and the way we're treating our environment, it's a passion point for for me. Uh, I always get this picture in my head. I think I saw it on the cover of a magazine 
And it was a picture of the Statue of Liberty being flooded and New York's coast being washed to sea, which will one day happen. And it always reminds me of Hurricane Sandy when Ivan and I helped evacuate patients at the hospital when they lost electricity because that day for me was a wake-up call that no one really knows what the hell they're doing when they deal with these big storms and natural disasters, or even in this case, what will likely become man-made disasters, if not already. No one knows where the stairs are, you know, the firefighters, the police, the nurses, they've never experienced these types of large-scale disasters before, maybe a few did during 9-11, and even then they said it was worse in Sandy when the power went out in the hospital, because you have to carry all of those patients out. And in Florida, during Michael, five hospitals lost power. I still feel like we barely even know what went on there and really how many lives were lost. Um, So this has been on my mind. I use my writing often to reflect on you know, topics that are really timely, things I really care about or don't understand, and they're not always dark. This one is because I have pretty dark feelings about this. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith that people are going to change their behaviors. I myself am trying. Definitely cut back on eating meat. That's the number one thing you can do. Um, and, And I'm trying, which will be very hard for me, to cut back on dairy. And also just in general, shopping, you know, trying to take public transportation more. There's only so much an individual can do. I mean, the main thing we can do is push for a Congress that actually cares about this and even believes that it's really happening. So, uh, you know, I try not to get too dark about this, but I do feel dark about it. And this poem, I think, reflects that. Um, And it it was one that came from the heart. So thank you for listening. I'm going to start recording and posting more poems. They really are meant to be read out loud a little bit like slam poetry. I write them with a rhythm. Uh, So I will be sharing more. And thanks, everyone, for your very positive feedback and support uh, as I continue to pursue my art more.